Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey y'all, I'm James Roy and this is Texans Takes with James Roy. This week we'll be discussing why Davis Mills is still on the roster. We'll also be discussing that DeAndre Hopkins was released because why wouldn't we? And we'll also touch on the wide receiver core as a whole and who I see the Texans carrying forward on our position breakdown for the week. So without further ado, let's get started. Some Texans fans are happy that Davis Mills is still on the roster while others don't understand the logic behind it and think that Case Keenum is the clear-cut backup. In my opinion, it makes sense to keep Davis Mills on the roster for a a few reasons, one of them being that he pushes C.J. Stroud in a way that Case Keenum really doesn't. If Case Keenum is the clear-cut backup quarterback, there's no chance you don't start C.J. Stroud. Now, I do think the Texans should start C.J. Stroud based on how highly they drafted him, but the only person on the roster right now that legitimately could push to actually start if cj stroud for some reason is deemed unable it's probably davis mills now why do i think that that leads into my next point the texans do not stand to gain anything from starting case keenum this next season now some will say case keenum's the best option and he gives us the best chance to win right but there are other wins that are going on if davis mills plays right at least gets a shot. I I mean, if Davis Mills just absolutely is trash, right, then I mean, I, he's not the answer long term. But the reason it makes sense to leave Davis Mills as QB2 on the roster, if if nothing else, is that if Davis Mills starts in, in the stead of CJ Stroud, whether it's because the Texans don't think Stroud is ready or heaven forbid that Stroud was to get injured, then we stand to gain more as a team if Davis Mills performs well, because if Case Keenum steps in where he's at in his career, he doesn't really gain a lot of trade value from doing well. The team just does well. It's a temporary thing. It's like, it's like Ryan Fitzpatrick, right? You know, he steps in, he does well for your team. And then he's a journeyman. He's gone and he's not leaving because you traded him. He's leaving because you decided not to resign him. Whereas if Davis Mills was to, in any of the situations I've mentioned, step in and perform well, then the team stands to gain trade value. I'd say that the running numbers for Davis Mills range from fourth round pick to sixth round pick right now, depending on who you ask and how dire the situation is. Hello, Tampa Bay. But those numbers can go up drastically if Davis Mills is put into the position to start another game for the Texans and does, you know, really well. There's reason to believe that the new offense fits Davis Mills capabilities. So even if he just performs as good as he did his rookie season, his trade value instantly goes up to second or third round pick, which is definitely something that could benefit the Texans in the future. There is the concern 
that if Davis Mills was to show out and become good and another team saw that and traded for him, we could get a Brett Favre or the more likely situation, a, a Matt Schaub type situation where you know you send your backup quarterback off to a different team and he does really well for any extended amount of time. And then you run the risk of having to deal with that, whether it's in your conference or not. But overall, I think that's the biggest reason why Davis Mills is most certainly QB2 in my eyes. I'll end with this. The Texans should trade Davis Mills if a high enough offer comes along. I mentioned Tampa Bay earlier. If Tampa Bay was to right now offer, I'd say a third round pick, I'd uh, see you later, Davis Mills. We'll sign someone else and, and we'll fill out the quarterback depth chart somewhere other way. But Unless an offer like that or even higher comes across the table, I don't think a fourth round picker later is worth parting ways with Davis Mills for what he can do for the team right now. Well, if you're a Texans fan, unless you've been living under a rock, you probably know by now that DeAndre Hopkins has been released by the Cardinals. And there's been a lot of clamoring amongst the fan base as to what should happen. A lot of people saying that he should be brought back. I'd, I'd equate it to the same situation that the Rockets are in with James Harden but maybe not to the same extent. I think that it'd be great to have DeAndre Hopkins back. I think at the right price, DeAndre Hopkins is a good signing for the Texans. You got a little cap space, and it would certainly jumpstart C.J. Stroud's progression as a quarterback at the pro level. But in all likelihood, you know, there's been reports recently that teams like the Bills, Chiefs, and Ravens are emerging as front runners, specifically the Bills and Chiefs, and, I, and I've and i gotten this question a lot because I personally said I think the Chiefs are the best fit just solely from a football perspective. Pat Mahomes would be a great place for DeAndre Hopkins to be after having you know gone through the 10 quarterback in one season gauntlet with the Texans and proving to be a great wide receiver. DeAndre Hopkins probably deserves at least one season with a good quarterback. All that being said, the Chiefs have one thing standing in the way, which is their cap situation. I can imagine that the Bills might be similarly down, but not as down bad as the Chiefs are, having paid their star quarterback and watched a lot of receiving talent go away. They got a lot of money tied up in Travis Kelsey. So where do the Chiefs find the money to pay? Because you know, DeAndre Hopkins didn't say, well, I just want to win a championship. DeAndre Hopkins said, I want to be paid my worth and maybe play for a team that's contending for a championship. So you can fill those wickets. There seems to be some sports personalities that believe that the Chiefs can make space. I don't have enough knowledge on that to know if the Chiefs have even have the capability of putting the money aside to get DeAndre Hopkins. But I, I do agree that fit, just from a fit perspective that the Chiefs are a better situation than the Bills for one reason, which is that DeAndre Hopkins comes in as the sole wide receiver one Whereas if he goes up to Buffalo, you know, there's Stephon Diggs, you know, two two guys that are likely to butt heads because, I mean, it, I would say it's just like when D-Hop came in and, you know, Bill O'Brien asked Andre Johnson to be like, hey, can you know, we got to let the young guy develop and he's probably going to take your spot. And Andre was like, I'm not going to play wide receiver too. So in that situation, I don't think it's a good fit simply because either D-Hop or Diggs is going to have to play wide receiver too and I don't think either one of them is going to want to do that but overall just to recap I think the Texans would be a good place for D-Hop in terms of how it helps CJ Stroud develop just solely from that perspective personality wise I mean he likes Houston he he's been given all of Houston Twitter fits because he's in Houston he likes to hang out there he posted a picture 
in his car by NRG Stadium. And, you know, he's just pro-level trolling the Houston Texans fan base right now with all of this, these little Easter eggs on his Instagram story. But, I mean, even with that, I'd still love to see him in a Texans uniform again. I think with the regime that was here when he left gone, it's more likely. Granted, I knowing what I, I know now about DeAndre Hopkins with reports that he sat games when he wasn't injured and just kind of his general persona it might not be a good thing to have around the rookies, but just from a production perspective, I think that DeAndre Hopkins would be great for the Texans, but I think that the Chiefs or the Bills might be a better fit for him, probably the Chiefs, if they can get the money right. Speaking of wide receivers, this week we are breaking down the wide receiver position. This is a series where I look at each position on the Texans roster, and I tell you who I think is going to make it. Now, this position, there's 13 players there, and I need to pare it down a bit. So far, I've looked at quarterback, running back, and tight end, and I've carried forward 10 players of the 53-man roster that I need to meet. So without further ado, let's look at the wide receiver position. Now, in the past, at times I have said that I like a seven-man wide receiver room. I've kind of moved away from that, looking at all the positions that need to be filled in the depth that could be used elsewhere. When you look at the Texans wide receiver room, my bubble player is probably Noah Brown. I think when you look at it, Robert Woods, John Mechie, Xavier Hutchinson, Tank Dell are all players that are guaranteed spots. Nico Collins, to an extent, is also guaranteed a spot. So when you're you're looking for that sixth man, you're bouncing between, I'd say, Amari Rogers and Noah Brown. Some people might bring up Jared Wayne. Some people on Texans Twitter that dig deep and see him as someone who has an undrafted you know, free agent could step onto the roster. Personally, I'm not going to include him in this. And if I'm deciding between Amari Rogers and Noah Brown, I like the situation with Amari Rogers just a little bit better. Amari Rogers is younger and what he lacks in size, he makes up for with agility. He's, I feel like he showed a little bit last season that I'd like to see seeing through. And I think his contract situation is more favorable to the team. Whereas Noah Brown, while he has a little bit more size, is a guy who's been in the league for four more years. He's on a less favorable deal, more of like a, you know, show me something or be gone kind of thing. And so I would say at the end of the day for that sixth spot, I'm going with Amari Rogers. I think you've got your size with Nico Collins and with Xavier Hutchinson. And so from there, the rest of the receivers can either fill a special teams role or be in the slot or do whatever they do. But I... Personally, if I'm pairing it down, I'm going with six. That'll bring us up to 16 total. And to recap, it's going to be Nico Collins, Tank Dell, Xavier Hutchinson, John Mechie, Amari Rogers, and Robert Woods, who, speaking of Robert Woods, is a guy that I think is going to surprise a lot of people that are doubting him right now. And I'll leave it at that. Thanks for tuning into this week's Texans Takes. Speaking of this week and the next week, my baby boy, James Roy III, will be arriving sometime in that time span, I can imagine, based off due dates and other things that I know. And if, if you follow me on Twitter, you know I'm giving away tickets to the Texans preseason game against the Dolphins. And all you got to do is follow me, retweet the tweet, and guess what James Roy is going to weigh when he arrives to this world. So Next time you see me, whether it's next week or longer than that, because obviously if I'm having a kid, I'm not going to record an episode of this. I'm going to be there 
with the kid. But next time you see me, you might see me with the kid if he's up to it, or you know, you'll see me as as a new father. So yeah, until next time, you can find me on social media at M1 Texans fan, and uh, yeah, stay classy, Houston.